now it's time for... We'll have our own C-3PO's, a company called Sanctuary AI. I'm involved with the duck cleaning business, and they call me. Say, let's bring him back to life by using technology. My pods, my phones. We thought Earth regulations were bad. We need to get to the moon and Mars regulations. Homer Simpson, the man who beat me to planet Mars. Can you teach an artificial intelligence? Uh, that's a future episode of Tech Talk. That time in the Friday show where we uh, kick back and see what makes our life easier. Well, not mine because I know nothing about technology. But the guy we will have on does. Adam Oldfield joining us now for Tech Talk, brought to you by Vacuum Man Furnace and Duck Cleaning. Hello there. Hey, how you doing, Alex? Reading through the list going, huh? What? Uh. I'm still trying to go back to rotary dial anything. Um, let's talk about this washing machine because I don't really think about my washing machine other than when I turn it on and it does what it does. But it does create, I think, a lot of plastic, right? And, and there is a new model that gets rid of it. Well, what it is, is think of it as a filter. It attaches to your washing machine. And this is interesting fact that 35% of our ocean microplastics are actually coming from washing machines. Is that from the pods and stuff like that? It's from pods. Yes. It's also from vinyl. If you've got your name or vinyl on your shirts and you're washing it and you've got your labels or otherwise, those little microplastics will come off. And when you're washing it in the spin cycle or otherwise. So this apparently, if we look at 35% of this microplastic concern is to be obviously addressed and we need to take a look at how to, how to uh, address it is that planet care 2.0, you can attach a filter to the back of your washing machine. And what it does is it will remove, Move 98% of those plastic fibers from entering the water system. It's a little filter, just attaches to the water drainage, and when it's done, you can actually feel good about the fact that you're doing laundry without polluting our ocean. Okay, good. Yeah, no, I guess we don't really think about it because I know that they were trying to uh, like ban, um, and I don't remember if they actually did, they were trying to ban like the face washes, you know, that you get with the Correct. little kind of. Um, gritty stuff in it and they're trying to ban that saying it, it, it adds up. I guess that would be the same uh, toxins and garbage we're talking about. But why don't you just put a filter on the back here? Like, why don't you just put a filter that you buy at the store to get it out? Well, because, <laughs> well, I, I guess really, it should come with the washing machine if right. you really think about it. And right. it's becoming such a concern. But I mean, really, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that it's it's not necessarily all clothing will be producing microplastics. Um, you know, in, in theory, if you're going to wash your shirts with your favorite sport team on it or otherwise, or as you say, use the pods and the plastics, it breaks down and those when they drain and in our in our water system. So it's, it's something of which that's a good point alex is that it could probably become a regulation that would be ma- that would make sense that a government could actually apply and make manufacturers included in the meantime if you want to little be ahead of the game you can get yourself a planet care 2.0 filter and attach it very easily to the back of your uh washing machine and how much is this little get that's just a lot of work but anyway how much is this one <laughs> you're already, well, I'm, just in, you're no, I'm envisioning like I'd have to take the whole washer out. It's a pain in the rear end. And uh, yeah. oh, absolutely! Don't get me wrong. You're going to have to get a wrench. You're probably going to like spoil the, the 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 filter, the washer in. It's going to end up leaking, and then you're going to have to attach it. You're going to drill in the wrong side of the washing machine. It's going to spoil the warranty. You're pro- <laughs> right now. They range anywhere between eighty nine to two hundred dollars for the filter. All right, or just pretend you don't care and you did it. Um, I do think this is 
a very interesting thing because I have a real problem with keeping my phone charged. This would be a wireless charger. You can charge yeah. from 30 feet away. 30 feet away. Yeah. This is a prototype. So this isn't like no wires, no available. nothing. Cause I hate nope, wire. No. I hate wires. You know, it's interesting. Nikola Tesla himself dreamed of transferring electrical energy through the air. And that was over a hundred years ago. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> well, and he didn't quite get it. And here we are today <laughs> when you take a look at, uh, well, your toothbrush now being an electric charger is now capable, yeah, up to 30 feet. So let me try to describe it because it is a prototype. And what happens is you attach it to, uh, and it's got to have a, a perfect line of sight. So you can't just attach it to the corner or throw it in a closet. It looks like a smoke detector and it like a puck and you attach it where it has to connect directly to an outlet. And then with that, it will then be able to then create an electrical charge that can send up to 30 feet to devices that are capable of being able to charge elect wirelessly. So like your phone could be charged wirelessly, your toothbrush, uh, all of these wireless devices can now be charged remotely if you want, and there could be no cables. So you could have all this electric equipment and you could then have a, uh, a, a simple recharging device be able to charge it all back up again. Now, couple factors. Number one, it's not fast charging. Um, it needs a perfect, like I said, it needs a perfect line of sight. So if you're in the way or you, 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 know, you put a television in front of it or, you know, you have a couple people over and they're blocking the, uh, uh, the direct path of the, uh, of the charger, it won't properly charge. Well, or, can't you just put a bunch uh, of them around the house? <laughs> well, I guess you could. now it doesn't I sound mean, so great. Like, I hate wires, and I think it's great, and I think, okay, then you don't have to buy all these plugs because you have to buy a new one for every device. It's, so it sounds great, but if it's going to become one of those things where you have to kind of be always in the premise, like, what's the point? They give it, well, and then I'd say, well, put one on every wall. Because that would be really attractive. Like uh, yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah, it would look like you know they would look like a bunch of sound systems all around your walls. But really, they're just charging all your electrical devices at any given time. Now, I just want to be clear: this is a prototype. It has been proven to work. It isn't available on the market yet. Uh, it is. It is an uh, Israeli company that is utilizing. Oh, Israeli technology. company for all those people that hate Israel. You can't have it. <laughs> I'll, I'll load it up. I wasn't going there with that, but if we're going to take it to that direction, okay. But it, it is an infrared technology. So um, the fact of the matter is, it is a great element of success that they've been able to prove it does work. So proof of concept, yeah. the key element is that now it could be able to come to market within the next year. Albeit, I will bring this up because uh, the entire economy of Israel is closed down now because of war. And so would yeah. that, is this like developed enough that someone else can take it or is this just kind yeah, of shut yeah. down? Okay. Absolutely. It could be, it could be manufactured now. Um, yeah. and, and actually uh, on this topic, it was developed by the Israeli company, but it's actually going to be developed and manufactured in the States. Uh, sorry, say that like, you cut out in the where? In the United okay. States. Could be a game changer, though, and I would assume that if if you develop it, then Apple and uh, whatever the Correct. other companies are called yes. will develop it too, right? <laughs> there I'm are trying to other think of them, Microsoft, and they're yeah, like well, I'm trying to. I'm, Adam, it's been a very long two weeks. Um, well, that okay could be a game changer because the person that develops something that I don't need a hundred plugs for, I I will call him a hero. 
Yes. Well, this is going to be, uh, you said it well, it is a game changer and it's one step of the bigger picture. Um, imagine now where, you know, we're like cellular and wireless where we, where we were talking on, on remote devices, this could now also be applied in the future. Uh, I mean, this is very micro 30 feet in a house. Pretty soon it could be connected directly to a cell tower and it could be able to charge uh, you know, electrical devices remotely, even out in public. So there's theories of it actually being able to have, you know, imagine going to a park and you having an electrical uh, charging station in the park where your phone could charge and it would adapt. And it wouldn't be a threat in the case of having hackers or otherwise. It's just an electrical. I would, just, I would want to know what, like, like the, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's that great to have a cell tower in, in your neighborhood, right? Like, I think there are issues with, um, wouldn't there concerns about like contamination or? Well, five G is is got a concern with the amount of like what levels of radiation it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it exo uh, or it exposes. But um, you know when we're talking about this in, uh, instance, we're talking infrared, which again not a not an expert when it comes to science, but from what I understand, it is non threatening to <laughs> to humans at this stage of the game pertaining to an electrical it's a light charge so it's not like you're walking through a laser beam of electricity it will not harm the body but it would make it fun all right well um let's talk about that because i do think it's a, a really interesting idea and certainly could be a game changer um by the way my my borob dave is loving what you just talked about and so then we were talking over the break with that whole um yeah. charging thing theoretically yeah. then if we had electric cars if you could develop one and put them on like roadways, everyone could charge a car, right? They could. When yeah. they drive. And when they drive, yeah. The theory, well, right now in Detroit, they're actually testing three kilometers, uh, which really isn't that far, um, with a electrical concrete pavement. And what it does is as the car drives over top, uh, an electric car, um, like a Tesla, or, or there's many of them, I'm, I'm not going to just label Tesla, there's lots of options, but as it hits the concrete path, uh, it will actually charge as it's driving over the concrete. And so in other, in other words, you don't put the rebar in, you just lay out all the, all the charging things. Electrical charging. <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. It becomes an electrical wiring station. In Europe, they've actually done it over in the Netherlands, yeah. and I believe it's up to 25 kilometers. Yeah. They've actually created a 25-kilometer road that allows... Now, here's the thing, Alex. It doesn't charge the car. That's what they've proven. It doesn't increase the power of the battery of the vehicle, but when the car is over the battery, what it does is it keeps it consistent. So as you as you come over the, the pavement, the, the car hits the electrical charge at that point the car is no longer at a depletion oh but God. it stays stable so it can if you're at 50 percent and you get to that point of the road you'll be at 50 percent for 25 kilometers you won't imagine you're just not burning any energy or any fuel at all wow that really lost me somewhere about anyway it's a thing it, it might come onto the market um firefox has yeah. acquired something called fake spot and this would be part of the browser I'm not saying this. I'm reading these notes because I don't even know what the browser is. And, um, but this would be good because it can detect things like uh, fake reviews on uh, Amazon or that because it's a big problem. People can play real games with that. And so what is this? 
thing. What, yeah, what they've done is Firefox is another alternative browser you can use, first and foremost. So you can either use Chrome. I'm just being clear. Not everybody knows Firefox. It's not that popular. It's only got 3% of the total browsing market. So anyone out there may not know that there is an alternative out there. Now, what's the neat about it is the system they've incorporated is now going to give you fake reviews in, 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 in applying what is the, the, the latest fake review system. So, for example, you'll be able to see if you're on Amazon or Walmart or Google, for that matter, it will now tell you out of the 3,460 reviews, uh, six are real. <laughs> the balance are all fake. Um, this is going to be very handy, especially with online shopping. If you're looking at websites, you want to buy a product or otherwise, and you see all those thumbs up and all those, this was the greatest product. Well, this is going to remove all the garbage, all those, because you can buy them. You can hire a company to go on and give hundreds of reviews that say you're yeah, amazing, yeah. say you're great, and this will now weed them out and remove them. But it can take, like, you can wreak havoc on a business by, by going up and posting a bunch of, of fake reviews in that. On the other side, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to be faking the fake or posting the fake reviews, obviously it's, it's obviously horrible for the business itself. But again, what's unique about this is it removes the bot portion of it. So it removes all the aspects of any uh, bot or robot or AI creating a fake review. So why can't we do that with like Twitter and get rid of all the, the trolls? Well, you could if you had a Firefox. You might be able to incorporate it within X. Yeah, all right. X being Twitter, by the way. X yeah, is, I know. You know, I, I know just a bit. Oh, I know I'm just being clear. Not everybody <laughs> is up to speed on this. Uh, I do think this one's interesting as well. Is Well, I lost it. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, this one. Because I didn't know what it I was. Think- I was like, what's a carbonite scroll? And then you read down. So there's an AI application that could be very significant for those studying ancient texts. And this is to like, like, so in other words, if you wanted to, you know, flip through the, the Torahs, this would decipher everything in like Without seconds. opening it. Right. Yes. Mm. Yes, exactly. So don't, yeah. So what they've done is we, years of Greek and history of, of items with, in this case, specifically in, in, uh, in ancient Greece, uh, in Italy, there was volcanic volcanoes went up. They ended up going over scrolls. Uh, and what happened was they ended up encrusting them. And what happened, the University of Nebraska has developed a machine learning algorithm that can now read the text of the carbonized scrolls from ancient Roman cities and otherwise. And what it does is it scans the scroll and then it can actually read from within all of the actual text within it. Now, why did oh, this could, this could go that? really wrong? What if it screws up one little thing and then uh, everyone gets in a fight? Like, everyone oh, like, God, like, we need this right now. Well, right? <laughs> again, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge that's been tested and actually proven that this coding and program actually can work. So it's, it's, it's like you commented. It's like imagine finding an ancient scroll. If you opened it, it would probably crumble uh, due to the age and, and wear and tear. But now with the AI and the scan, this can actually now read within it. And again, you know, like there is possible possibility of error. Well, gee, you think? Well, that's the, the concern. 
But, however, it may actually create uh, 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 maybe answers to questions or otherwise that no one's been able to know. So, as an example, this one that they determined from AD 79 in the uh, Roman city, it actually determined that the letters that were on there, it deciphered it using ancient Latin language and determined the color, the word was purple. And why that was significant was that, you know, did, does purple mean the same thing? Was it actually a, a reference? pertaining to uh, a color or was it an item? So it's going to open up historians' ability to be able to maybe not make, you know, judgment calls, but maybe ask questions about what's being said in these scrolls and what did they mean for that day and age. Wow. I think someone's going to have to proof the... um the outcome, but uh, nonetheless, all right. Yeah. Well, AI is like a, a AI once it's actually, you know, it's curious because we've got all these images coming out from the war and that you got to wonder like how much AI is going to wreak havoc eh? with uh, well, this information. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's, it's, it's intriguing to see the next stage of, again, I use the AI as a pendulum. It's either going to swing in a positive way or completely in the <laughs> negative way. Given how things have been going of late, Adam, you know, <laughs> Think, uh, I'm an optimist. Though. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you are. Yeah. I'm that guy with the big chair. We can make it work. <laughs> we can make it work, Alex. Come on. You, you know. So I'm coming. I'm All right, Adam. I gotta let you go on that note. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Alex. Speak soon. Adam Oldfield brings us Tech Talk, brought to us by Vacuum and Furnace and Duck Cleaning. And there you go. There you go. Some interesting things coming. I know a lot of people are like, "What?" I think the charging idea is great. I think it'd be a, j- a total game changer.